0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for April 12th is 1 Samuel chapters 15 through 17. Again, we see Saul rejected, even so much that God says he regretted having made Saul king. There are a few times in Scripture where we see God regret a decision that he made. In Genesis 6, when the depravity of humanity has gotten so bad that the entire world is filled with wickedness, it says that God regretted that he had made humans or mankind on the earth. Here we are again this time it's because a man was exalted a man was anointed and placed in a position of power and even though he was humble and afraid when he began this power has gone to his head and it's become all about him saul is a king who does what he wants chooses not to wait on god When he's confronted or caught, he blames it on other people. He makes excuses. He rationalizes. And then when he's really pinned down, he repents. But it's not a lasting repentance. It's not a repentance that leads to life, as the scriptures say. It's a repentance that is only skin deep. Because he realizes the consequences of his activities, of his choices. And that God is leaving him. God has now rejected him as king. And so he repents just enough to try to get God back. Because he knows he needs God. But he doesn't want to have that heart relationship where he's changed. It's like religious people today, even Christians, who are acting in order to get God to be on their side. It's kind of like the Israelites when they went off to war. Oh, let's grab the Ark of the Covenant and carry it along so that it will give us victory. But God's kingdom doesn't work that way. God is not interested in being in our tool belt. God wants us to co-labor with him. And the only way we can do that is if we are on his side, we cannot convince him to be on our side. And so we see David being elevated as Saul's replacement. When David confronts Goliath, he says, you have defied the armies of the living God and God will give me the victory over you for his glory, not for mine. Never mind that he's the youngest of eight sons. Never mind that he was out tending the sheep when Saul went to his house to anoint the coming king and even not Saul Samuel when Samuel got there to Jesse's house he saw the firstborn Eliab and thought now there's a man fitting to be a king he's tall he's strong he's the firstborn of his brothers and God said don't look at the outward appearance look at the heart because God, Yahweh, is concerned with the heart. It does not matter what we look like, does not matter how rich we are, what family we came from, whether we we're white, black, or something in between, or something entirely different doesn't really even matter if we're men or women, if we're slave or free. In Christ, we are all equal and we all have really unlimited potential. If only we will align ourselves with who God is. When Samuel confronts Saul and says, Saul, you have been rejected as king because of your sin, again, because you're doing things your way, not God's way, Saul. Saul said, oh, but we, we, we kept these sheep, we kept these animals because we're going to offer them as sacrifices to God. Never mind that God told them to destroy everything, including the livestock, they kept the best for themselves, and when they were caught, Saul tried to say, Oh, well, I did it because the, the men demanded we do it. I was afraid of the men. He was afraid of his own army, he says. Never mind that. Oh, we did it. We did it for God. But God said not to. But we're gonna we're gonna sacrifice this livestock. We're gonna sacrifice these for God. Very famously, Samuel's response is, it's better to obey than to offer sacrifices. Only other thing I'll touch on here is in chapter 16, when Samuel anointed David king. It says the spirit of Yahweh came powerfully on David from that day forward. Samuel had anointed him with oil from the ram's horn. There's some special significance to that, to the anointing of oil, to the laying on of hands and praying for one another. New Testament talks about it too, anointing oil. Do not neglect the gift that was given you, Timothy, through the laying on of hands. In James, when one of you is sick, let him go to the elders and confess his sins. Pray for him, anoint him with oil, he will be healed. We should be doing those things in the modern church as well. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for tuning in and being on this journey with me through the word in 2023. Again, God bless you, and we will see you tomorrow.